You are now listening to Awaken You with Shelley Bond. Welcome to my show where we explore ourselves. We talk about growth, healing, breath, life, yoga, failures and successes, intuition, inspiration, fears, manifestation, books, writing, motivation, food, parenting, inner child work, mindfulness. What are your thoughts? My love for healing with energy work, learning how to love myself, forgive myself, and know my own self-worth. I have a deep well inside to hold space and connect with women. And I have learned that awakening is for us all, especially for those of us who think that it's not. Waking up to our life's flaws and all is possible because my friends, life is a practice. It's not a perfect. Welcome back, my lovely friends, to a brand new episode of Awaken You, and I am Shelley Bond. Do you know your own self-worth? Does that topic make you cringe, raise your shoulders up towards your ears? Self-worth is something that people don't talk about, yet 99% of women have very little self-worth. From very young ages, we were taught to take care of everyone else. And if we didn't, then we were selfish. And I have discovered over many years, over like the last 38 years, that self-worth is something that we can't get from out there. We can't get our self-worth where we thought. We can't get our worth from clothing. We can't get it from our spouse. We can't get it from our kids. We can't get it from our job. However, all of those exterior things can help boost our confidence, right? Confidence comes from a lot of times this outside world, whereas self-worth, that's something that comes here deep within our hearts, deep within our minds. And I know myself, I have been so far gone when it comes to self-worth and feeling that I'm not worthy of anything. And it's been a long journey. And I finally have found it. It's like here. I've discovered it. And I'm like, like in the movie Shrek, I'm like unwrapping the onions, the layers. I'm unraveling the layers that my self-worth is here. And I am an incredible person worth doing incredible things. And so are you. It's something that we have to start programming ourselves with. Because these feelings of unworth started so long ago, way, way, way back when, when we were so small. And it was one of those moments when we were little kids, little girls, and someone said something like, no, that's not the right way, or shamed us, or guilted us, blamed us, whatever low vibrational feeling or emotion that surrounded it. And then it like strangulated us and told us to stay small, to keep quiet, that girls can't do this and they can't do that. It's interesting. My daughter has been reading this book called The Confidence Code for Girls, and She can't even fathom a lot of the things in it because I raise her to be such a strong and worthy person. And one of the chapters is all of these derogatory terms towards girls. Like, don't throw a ball like a girl. Don't cry like a girl. Don't 
dress like a girl, whatever it is. Don't paint your nails like a girl. And being a girl in today's day and age is definitely shifting. I mean, there's still a lot of low vibrational, weird things happening, but today is stronger than yesterday. It's stronger than 10 years ago, 20, 30, 40, 100 years ago. Like here as women, we have to heal ourselves inside. We have to go deep within and do the work to know our self-worth. And something that's so powerful is affirmation work. I learned from Louise Hay, the author of You Can Heal Your Life, that affirmations are a way of programming our minds. Like, think about it. Think about your thoughts. If you didn't listen last week, I did a whole podcast all about our thoughts, just opening and expanding and bringing awareness to the thoughts that we are thinking. This is almost like a spinoff of that podcast. Because now we have this awareness, hopefully, like noticing our thoughts, noticing when things don't go our way. How does your self-talk chime in? With the help of affirmations. And it takes time. It takes diligence. New habits take 21 to 45 days. And if not, 90 days for something to become a part of who we are. That's why all of these quick fix fads or diets or workout things that last such short stints, they don't last because even that 21 days isn't enough. We have to continue something for three months to get it to soak into being a new habit because we are all these creatures of habits, right? We all like think of your morning habits. What are your morning habits? Like, what do you do? You wake up, I wake up, I go pee, I brush my teeth, and I start a gratitude practice in my head. And then I immediately click in and I get my water. I get water and then I know I'm going to do a meditation or I'm going to start with a workout, a yoga, ride a bike, or whatever it is. But that has taken me like eight years because before that, I never worked out. I would not drink water. I'd grab hot coffee first thing in the morning to wake me up because I was so sleep deprived from having three little ones under the age of four. And now after all of this work, right, my self-worth has slowly been building because I've taken time to do the work within and rolling back to those affirmations, right? So affirmations are words that we are planting like the seeds of our garden, our mind is like our garden. And think of how many weeds are in your garden of your mind? How many thorns? How What's thriving in your mind? Like what thoughts are taking off? And with manifestation, if you're new to manifestation, manifestation is real. It is our thoughts create our reality. And I was just informed, which I was really sad, one of my mentors, Bob Proctor, who wrote The ABCs of Success and The Art of Living, and he has had the Proctor-Gallagher Institute, like this online space, and he opened me up to manifestation. And knowing that where we are in our lives is a compilation of our thoughts, wherever we are in our spiritual life, our financial life, our relationships, our health, 
it starts with our thoughts because our thoughts are planted, right? Like those seeds. And then with those thoughts becomes our action or a lot of time on action. And so I want to send so much love and light to Bob Proctor and his family. And I give so much gratitude. And this is one of those moments that makes me want to bald because he changed my life. I heard him talk the first time about seven years ago on the Model Health Show with Sean Stevenson, which is a great podcast. Hop on there if you want to grow it and expand exponentially as well. And Bob really just opened me up. He is also a wonderful or was a wonderful prosperity coach. And he has been a part of my path in guiding me towards opening and expanding, that our thoughts are creating our reality. Our thoughts are manifestations of our life. And I actually just picked up his book, The ABCs of Success. And I, I've i known this, but it's just a reminder that where I am is because of the way I've been thinking, because of my self-worth or the feelings of not being worthy anything. When you open to the idea of something new, you can open to things shifting. But if you like this old saying, if you always do what you've always done, then you'll always get what you've always got. And where we are in our lives is because of the way we think about things. So think about your life. What is it that you want to change? And were you drawn to this show because we're talking about self-worth and you're not feeling like you deserve it? You're not feeling like you deserve love or connection, or worth, or wealth, or success. You feel like your house is a disarray, your mind is a disarray, your emotions are a disarray, and you feel like a flop. I have been there so many times. It's like this waving, crashing thrash. And with the help of affirmations, literally, you're writing what you want. So instead of where you are and all of the yuck in your life, Get a piece of paper, write down, because scribing, writing is powerful. You're writing it down. You're putting it into the universe. You're saying, this is what I want. And when you're writing your affirmations, you make sure you keep it in the positive present tense. You're writing, I am worthy of love. I'm worthy of success. I'm worthy of being the woman I've always thought that I could be. I am worthy. I'm worthy of it all. I'm worthy of money. Versus, I am so grateful that I'm not feeling so anxious anymore because the universe takes out not and just hears the anxious anymore. So if anxiety is a struggle of yours and that's something you want to like work at finding some more balance, some more peace, some more calm, some more focus, something that I hear from the women that I create custom malas, I make these incredible custom pieces with real gemstones, authentic crystals, and I get to do Reiki work. And it's, it's so common to hear my lovely ladies with anxiety and lack of focus, scatterbrain. And so if we want these things in our lives, yes, we can do work with energy work and wear crystals, crystals, say the words, Shelly. And you can wear those, but we also, we have to come back to the root of why we're feeling like this, why we're thinking like this. And you can just ask yourself, are these thoughts mine? Are these thoughts 
things that I want to come true? And if the answer is no, then you stop what you're doing, choose again, because you get to choose your thoughts. I never heard that. And I remember the first time I heard that I get to choose my thoughts. I was like this explosion inside of my mind and my body. And it was like one of those slow motion movies that rewinds everything and back. And I could see like a series of everything that was happening in my life and how my thoughts were just complete crap. And this is such an incredible example. Last night, my husband and I put the kids to bed. And then my 12-year-old has been sleeping in my room for a very long time, like months upon months. And finally, we got her back in her room. And she has this cozy bed and she's very sensitive to energy. And I saged her room and cleared. I didn't sage it actually this time. I set the intention. I cleared the energy. I called on my spirit guides, guardian angels. We have crystals. Her room's safe. The energy feels good. And then she comes out like 845 bawling hysterically. And my husband doesn't do well with, he doesn't really know how to respond to her. He loves her so much, but it's really challenging for him. So he just stood in the kitchen, like staring and tensing up and like cringing and waiting for it to be over. And I told her like, come sit on my lap and what's going on? I asked her and she said, I am just so scared. I'm so scared, mom. And I don't even know what it's about. And I knew, I know how she is. She gets those scary bedtime thoughts, right? We all can resonate with that, whether we're kids or adults. She gets these scary thoughts that spiral and take her down. And then she's scared and scared and scared. And when you're scared and you have all of the fears and all the worries and all the doubts that most of us struggle with, then they build and they build and they build and they build. And I was in a good place last night and I was able to get her to calm down. And I brought affirmations in because that is like one of my foundational self-help tools. And we took some breaths first, inhaled, exhaled, and then we said, I'm safe. It is safe here. I'm so grateful to be alive. I'm so grateful for my safe and cozy bed. I'm so grateful for my safe and cozy home. I'm so grateful. And then it was just this whole, just bringing all the affirmations in. In a matter of minutes, like maybe two to five minutes, I sat there repeating affirmations and she was so receptive and she repeated them and she went from crying tears to being calm. And after she calmed down, I was in the rocking chair, my favorite chair that my husband and I battle over, but I got it last night. Sixes. And I was like, Junie, do you want to take Joyo to bed with you? Joyo is our Chihuahua Terrier, J-O-Y, not Joey, who is kind of a little little fierce these days. And she was like, yeah, that would be nice. And then we put on her healing frequencies. Actually, last night we put on gratitude affirmations and she asked if I would turn it off while she was sleeping and put on her healing frequencies because sometimes it wakes her up and she's like, who's in my room? So we did that. But The whole message of what happened last night was that she was stuck in the tyrannical downpour of all of her thoughts. We all do that. And she was able to get out of it because she chose new thoughts. 
And when she chose those new thoughts, those new thoughts led her into a safer way of feeling, right? When you repeat on autopilot, I'm so scared of this, or I'm worrying about this versus saying, I'm safe. I'm protected. I am grateful. It shifts. Like you can feel the weight. I can feel, feel the weight of those words. I'm scared. I'm worried versus I'm so safe. I am grateful. That's just such a more high vibrational word. Those, all of those words are, they will just raise you up. And no matter where you are in your thought state and where you are with your self-worth, that you are worthy of knowing your worth. You are worthy of love. You are worthy of financial well-being. You are worthy of health. You are worthy of being successful. You are worthy of having a clean and tidy and organized home. You are worthy of having a nice, running, amazing vehicle that takes you around. You are worthy of being a clear communicator. You are worthy of having an amazing spiritual practice if that's what you want. You are worthy of anything and everything that you ever have desired or wanted. We just have to get to a place where we can realize that what we are thinking is driving our lives, right? So if we're always thinking like, I'm so overwhelmed, I was catching myself there yesterday. I have been rebranding and Awaken You Malas is my new Lou Matetu. Speaking words come to me. It's my new company for, I keep saying my little company, but it's my new company and I'm putting it out there and I'm excited. It's my business for my malas. And I've literally been putting this off. I have been trying to figure out like logos and I got a Canva account, which I'm so grateful for Canva. It's like $12.99 a month and I have full access to do all of these amazing things. And I came up with a great logo. And so for each piece that I make, I, I want to include, like, I want to have like a title. So say example, one is for like positivity, healing, um, pain relieving and reduces anxiety and stress. And then I wanted to have all of the crystals and the gemstones. So say Amazonite, tiger's eye, carnelian, putting that, and then writing a rundown of what I can on this small, what is it? Three by five card, which is much bigger than a business card. What I've been trying to shove everything together. Originally, I had this little card and I ordered these round stickers that wouldn't fit and I was trying to slap those on and then hand write out all of that and I've never had like the best penmanship it's creative because I am a creative but anyways I got over my self-limiting beliefs that I couldn't do it and I was procrastinating because I was overwhelmed so I've been putting it off I've been consistently making orders for over a month probably six weeks and I fucking finally did it people. Ah! So excited. And I'm so grateful. I had to take almost three hours. And then last night I came back to it again and I made it better. And this was something that I read in Bob Proctor's book, The ABCs of Success last night, is that we always, not we always, what's a better way to phrase it, is that there's always a better way to do something. So 
getting out of our way, like if we are a very confident person, do you, we all know those people who think they know everything and their way is the way. Actually, I have a nephew who's like that and I love him so much, but he is just always like so stubborn and like, I know everything. But our way is not always the right way. So instead of saying, this is the right way. And as a parent, I think we do that a lot. Like you're doing it the wrong way. Here's the right way. Well, get out of your own way. And instead of saying that, say, that's a good way. That's a great way. But there's always a better way. And Bob Proctor was talking about getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. Because when we're so comfortable in our lives, we stay static and still and stagnant, right? That's how that self-worth unworth raw sucks us under it's like that tide going over and sucking us back under and speaking of I just watched an awesome movie called unstoppable and it's the documentary with Bethany Hamilton she was the woman or girl at the time who had her arm bitten off by a shark and she still persevered and wrote her surfboard and literally was fucking awesome and still amazing and a mom but anyways great story unstoppable watch it get inspired was super good show but what I was getting at was that we have to I think he was saying too is to you don't want to always be so comfortable that when we're comfortable life stops and it becomes motionless but if we can just always keep open keep open to growing keep open to doing better keeping open to even achieving and setting goals and then writing realistic, tangible steps. Because the more we do things like this, right, that's going to build our external confidence, like that confidence. And then coming inside, it's going to build our self-worth, which is something I have been working on. And I still have my moments where unworth will suck me under, but I have to counter. I counter with action and I'm like, fuck you, unworth. I'm showing up and I'm doing this like yesterday. I showed up and I banged it out. I nailed my label cards. Like I am, I'm making a brand and figuring out how to label and ship and doing all of these things. I would have never thought that I could do. And I'm having like a steady and increasingly amount of sales. I'm bringing in revenue. I'm putting out money towards my supplies. I'm taking time to create. And it's amazing. And it's slowly unfolding because I'm being open to it. And I'm also keeping my mindset positive about it. And last week, my sales were down for the first time in six weeks. And I was getting really down on myself. But I've been doing this manifesting money and prosperity because in my life, I want to change my financial health. I want financial freedom. I want to be able to buy whatever I want, do whatever I want and not feel guilty or have to ask my husband because I've realized that I have put my financial well-being on my husband's shoulders because that's how I was raised on other programming that he makes the money. I take care of the kids. And I have all of these facets and these external pieces like this. I'm on this podcast now. I do Yoga Bliss, actually just rebranded. It's not Yoga Bliss anymore. It was that for like three years. And it's now 
trying to think. What is it? Oh, Awaken You. How funny. Awaken You Healing Center that I rebranded that. And that took me almost a whole day, two days. And I've been, I was thinking about it for like two weeks of how to rebrand. But I have so many things that I'm doing right now. Like I'm making malas. I do Reiki. I have my book, Awaken You, out in the universe. And I have worth. I have value. And my value comes from me. And I know that I am attracting money into my life. I am keeping open to that. That is a new thought and a new programming instead of that lack of that I don't have enough. There's never enough. Oh my gosh. I get these tight, constricting feelings. I'm doing my best. I'm I'm working at shifting that. I've been doing this morning meditation where you you tap into your self-limiting beliefs about money, your self-limiting thoughts and programmings that come up and you release it and you let it go. And you then with this beautiful, lovely music, you visualize yourself being financially free. You visualize yourself living your best life with unlimited funds in the bank account. You see it. And it's interesting because over these last, like it's been six weeks since literally my mala business has been kicking up because I am shifting my vibration which it started with shifting the way that I'm thinking. And I notice myself still, it'll roll back to like those unworth feelings that I don't deserve. And then I just send it out. I am manifesting prosperity and wealth because I am deserving and I am worthy. And no matter what low vibrational thoughts or feelings arrive, I'm holding space for them and then I'm releasing them. Shoo! And it's so interesting how triggers will come of things like big bills come up or our freaking, we've been having like a carbon monoxide leak in our house and we've had it fixed twice. We had to get a whole new furnace and I found out the bill was $4,300 and it was just almost like this. Ugh. And then I shifted because I'm so grateful that we have money in the bank to pay for that. And I'm so grateful that my house is a house that is healthy and we have clean air. And then today, the freaking carbon monoxide detectors go off again. Every hour, this beep, 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 four beeps. And then all of a sudden, just all of those bad feelings just wash over me like, oh my gosh, we're going to die. We have carbon monoxide poisoning because straight up about two weeks ago, we had a carbon monoxide leak in our house with dangerous levels. I have three kids, two dogs. And then once your brain kicks in, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm feeling lightheaded. I'm so thirsty. I'm smelling. I'm tasting propane. But we had that taken care of. And today... I exhaled and a little bit of panic set in. And then it was like, okay, problem solving mode. What do we need to do? I called my husband like, this is what's happening, babe. What do we need to do? So he gets the guy who replaced the furnace. His name is Rex, which is funny because it's a very uncommon name. Rex is this wonderful 70-year-old man. The other Rex, not my husband. And he comes out with this carbon monoxide detector and shows me, which is so helpful to have him show me that I'm not feeling crazy and shows me like all of our ducks are great. The levels are very, very low, like very normal. And then goes to the fireplace, 
we have a little leak in our fireplace, which my whole life, I've always wanted a fireplace. One of those things that I've worked at manifesting and it's here, but it's leaking. And this is the second carbon monoxide leak we've had in our freaking fireplace. And I reached out to one of my really close soul sisters who lives up here in Estes with me. And she's very spiritual like me. And I just said, Jess, this is what's going on. And she's really in tune. She's actually becoming a quantum healer. And she's amazing. And she has a pendulum, pendulum. So a pendulum is like a crystal on a string. And you tap into yourself and you ask it like pendulum, show me yes. My yes is usually a circle. Pendulum, show me no, no, tick tock, right, left. And lately, I can't connect with my pendulum because I'm almost like wheeling it to tell me the answers that I want to think and I'm working at moving that self-limiting belief. And so I asked her, Jess, would you please tap in and figure out if I really have a carbon monoxide leak in my house or if the universe is just like telling me something like that this is a sign? Because I do believe that there's these signs around us that are alerting us of things, right? Even like I really believe that every time we see an animal in our life, that that's our spirit animal of that moment. And every time I Google, what is the spiritual meaning of a deer or an elk or a mouse? Like we've had mouse in our house, meese, mice, say it right, Shelly. I always get that messed up. And if my sister Mimi was here, she would check me into place and tell me exactly how to say that. And that's okay. I am a writer and I am not perfect. Because life is a practice, it's not a perfect. But every time I do that, and I look at that spiritual meaning, I'm like, okay, thank you, dear. Thank you, hawk. Thank you, eagle. Have you ever done that? Try it. Try it today. That will be your self-care practice of today. Because I decided I'm not calling it homework anymore. Your self-care practice is, even if you have a dog or a cat or a fish, right? Obviously, you're going to see those every day. But if you see an outside animal like a bird or a rabbit, even in the city, my sisters live in Fort Collins and there's bunnies who shoot all over the place. We saw a white fox. There's like squirrels. I don't know if squirrels, chipmunks down there. Squirrels are more up here in the mountains. But do that and then just Google, what is the spiritual meaning of this? And then read it and see if it resonates. If it doesn't, that's fine. Move along. But For me, it usually does. And for my coming back to my house and asking my girlfriend, so she still didn't get back to me, but I had this gentleman come to my house and it gave me this sense of relief. And it's just like reflecting in like chaotic moments when we don't have control, control what we can, right? Because I think as a woman and like being a control freak is our way of dealing with everyday anxieties and overwhelm. It's our way of taking control of our lives when the world is trying to like crush it and life is. And that is one of those things, right? And so I think today it's like, just like intuitively asking myself, like, what was my message of that? To like, not panic in the chaos, to like, slow it down, Shelly. Like, slow it down. You're doing all of the things. 
because I know I get all of this overwhelm, like, oh my gosh, I need to do this. I have this order. I have my podcast. I'm recording my book, even though I've been procrastinating recording my book and I'm going to do it. I'm doing it. I am definitely this personality where I think and think and think and ruminate. And I like imagine, I visualize everything happening first, right? And that's probably why manifestation, it doesn't come so natural to me. I have to work at it, but that's how it works, right? You have to visualize it in the eye of your mind. And then you have to feel it as if it's already here. And then I just like explode into it. And I know that's how it's going to be with my book. I just, it's right. It's like one of those saying like that it's so hard because I have three kids and we are winding down our homeschool year. Like we're almost T minus three months. I'm like floored that that's actually almost here. And it's so exciting because I love homeschooling my kids most days, but it's really exciting to think of summer and we have a camper and I actually, I'll do a whole episode on like overcoming fear and driving a camper as a woman in a man's world where it's like everyone relies on the men, which I've met like two women campers and I'm like, yes, sister, go get it. It's very empowering. (sighs) Exhaling it out. And I'm just so grateful to be here and just showing up and remembering like what I wrote in my book, Awaken You, that life is a practice. It's not a perfect. And even if there's signs around us or these weird things that happen and we don't know why they happen, it's time that we shift. It's time we shift from that martyr, that victim mentality of like, why me? I used to be a why me-er. But I have, I will say, I have healed that need to always have pity from other people because I thought that that's how I would connect with people. But what I've learned through gaining my own self-worth is that when I tell the truth, when I show up as myself, I will attract all of the right people into my lives because I'm authentically me and I'm putting out my vibration, I'm putting out my energy, and then the universe brings to me Just all of these incredible miracles or these synchronistic moments where a perfect stranger reaches out to me on a post and asks me to make them a customala. Never met them before, don't know them, but I get to tap into their energy. I get to play with crystals. It makes me smile. I get to feel the energy and find this alignment, right? Like, where did that come from? I don't know. I've just been open. It's been coming. And like moving past these moments where we want to feel bad for ourselves, where we want to go climb under a rock. And I know it's winter and it's easy here in America. If you're in a different country, you might be a different season. You're the opposite season. You're enjoying this hot summer sun. But here, it's these times where it's cold and snowy and we don't want to go outside. We're like vitamin D deprived. Maybe like get yourself on a really good pure vitamin D. Get yourself some vitamin D in your body. Make sure you read the ingredients because ingredients matter. Because just like what you put into your mind, what you put into your body matters. The food that you energize yourself with matters. Because we wouldn't go and just shove like, 
banana peels and trash into our gas in our car because it would break down. That's like us. Notice, like I have been, I've been not taking my supplements. I was taking them hardcore and then we got COVID for a second time and I got so burnt out on taking like 20 supplements a day and I'm noticing my energy has been lower, but I'm like, okay, Shelly, today's the day. And I've said it literally for four days. Today is the day, Shelly. After this, I'm going, I'm going to listen to myself. I'm going to take my own advice. I'm going to take my supplements that help me when I'm not getting outside. And especially my recording space has no windows. So I'm not even available to get any extra sunshine, right? It's like doing the things that we can do to help ourselves, Because if we're feeling low energy and drained and our health is just like plummeting, it's going to be really hard to find our self-worth. It's going to be really hard to take control of our thoughts with affirmations. But know that, right, it's a practice. It's not a perfect and it doesn't happen overnight. It takes, it takes diligence. It's a lifestyle shift, like awakening, awakening, awakening you where this whole podcast, my book came from, is waking up to the amazing, incredible person you are, flaws and all, meaning starting exactly where you are. I know that a lot of us say that we're going to start something when I'm going to start after the kids are done with school. I find myself hearing myself doing that. When the kids are done with school, I'm going to write my book. And then the kids are out of school. It's crazy chaos. I'm right? Always with them trying to fill up their time. And then, oh, I'm going to start once they go back to school. They go back to school. It's busy. The bottom line is you have to start now. You have to start today, right? I think Rachel Hollis, who's a lovely lady, and she has a start today journal. I don't have it personally, but I've seen it and heard about it. And I just love that because it's like we do here today and now is where we start. We don't wait for when because when is now? When is here? We have to take the reins of our life. So I was saying that your self-care practice was tuning into those spirit animals, which you can do. That can be your extra, extra credit. But this one today, my friends, can be an affirmation practice. So we're learning and we're growing our self-worth and we're going to start with our thoughts. So we're going to start with a clean sheet of paper. And I would highly recommend getting a journal that you connect with that makes you feel good. Because I know when I grab a random journal with like kids scribbles and pages ripped out, it's already you're just starting in like a meh, whatever. We want to like have an impact and we want to feel in what we're communicating. So if you can find yourself a journal that feels good, you hold it and you're like, oh, you get all those feelings. You like dance around. I'm such a person like that. Like I love my journals. I actually have one here. It's um Gabrielle Berenstein's The Universe Has Your Back journal. I love it. It has all of these like watercolor splotches and all the positive quotes and amazing things. And then I have another one that I got from Amazon and it says, I'm living my best life with pastel colors. And it just feels really good. So finding yourself a journal that feels good, but If you don't have that, no more excuses. Start today, grab whatever you have and start by journaling. 
what you want to think about yourself. What kind of person do you want to be? What kind of relationships do you want to have? How do you want to communicate? Do you want to feel successful and be successful? Do you want a clean, tidy, organized house? Do you want to feel so good in your living space? Do you want to like make healthy homemade meals instead of just like opening pre-packaged processed foods or going out to eat all of the time? What is it that you want to do? Do you want to launch yourself into a different career path? Or do you want maybe a raise or a promotion? And you just have been waiting, thinking, I'll do it when. When is now my sisters? When is now my friends? We have to start now. And we're starting by journaling. So we're going to journal out all the things that we want. So you write it out, write it, write it, write it, girl. You write it down all of the things that you want, even just like something as superficial as a car. Like I want, I am in my mind, I've had the same 2013 Pathfinder for like six years. It's all paid for. It's lovely. It's amazing. It's like slowly falling to pieces. I'm so grateful for it. But I, in the eye of my mind, so we're going to track this. I am seeing and manifesting this like beautiful golden Subaru not Subaru, what is it? Suburban, just like big and spacious. I can fit the kids, the dogs. I can pull the camper. I have like a 4,600 pound camper. Is that right? Pound? I don't know how that goes. Maybe 3,600, but I, I'm imagining it. I'm seeing it. I'm imagining And I'm imagining, even I'm in my lovely home, I love my home, but I'm imagining my dream home, dream home. And I'm pretty sure I talked about this last week, but this is what I'm doing. So I am continuing to share because right, like we started this podcast, it is a practice. It's not a perfect, it takes 90 days for something to become a part of who we are. So we have to keep with these practices, right? So you're writing down all the things, where do you want to be in your career? Maybe you're a stay-at-home mama and you love your kids and you love your home. Maybe your house is like falling to shit and it's so unorganized. And every time you open a cabinet, you just like shove it close. Or every time you open a closet, you're like, ah, maybe for you that getting organized is what you need to do. Because when you organize your house, like I wrote in, I don't know what chapter it is, but practice in my book, Clean Home, Clean House, in my book, Awaken You, that when we clean and organize our home, we clean and organize our mind and our emotions. So, right, so take a list and get organized in your list. Say, this week, I'm going to tackle my closet and I'm going to carve out four hours. If it takes me to amazing rock on, I'm lovely, but it usually takes much longer than you anticipate. I've even had projects of cleaning spaces out that takes me eight hours. It takes me 16 hours. My sister with two kids actually wanted to swip swap her kid's room. I, I know it was like an emotional thing she was feeling and she just needed to do it. She felt this need and she thought, oh, it's going to just take me a couple hours. It took her three days off and on to like move all the decorations down, move those, take all of the clothes, move the dressers. She actually kept the beds, but move the bedding, then patch up all the holes on the wall, paint over the holes, rehang them and organize them. And after she did it, she felt fucking amazing. It was like she had conquered that mountain. It's like we have these ideas to do things and then we get so overwhelmed that we halt ourselves in our track. But 
writing yourself an affirmation practice, coming up with like a plan of how you can actually accomplish things is the only way that we're going to build our self-worth. We're going to build our confidence within us by taking action because yes, healing and self-care is essential. I really believe that, like taking time to exercise, to work out, to love yourself, like give yourself a bath, do a meditation, find some relaxing music, give yourself a foot rub. For Christmas, I got my husband this electrical back rubbing thing, which I thought at the time was ridiculous. And I honestly got it for him to get him off of my back because every night he wants me to massage him. And I'm just like, be and exhausted. And the last thing I want to do is give him a fucking back rub. So I bought him this, but I realized for me, I love the massager. It literally, it's hot, really hard hands, but rubbing my back 15 minutes at night when I'm hanging out with my husband after the kids are in bed is an incredible way of giving myself like self-love and self-kindness. It's like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize how tight I was in my back. And I always have like the idea to do things for myself like oh I would get a massage or a facial or a pedicure and then I never do it I'm like nah, I'm fine it's good I'll spend my money on something else I find myself doing that and then right like most of us mamas then I'm like oh Junie needs new pants oh Jack needs a new bed he needs new bedding so it's fine I'll hold off but I take time for myself five days a week I take time to breathe and to meditate. And even when they're all short and cut off and interrupted when my practice are with kids and dogs, and it never detours that if my kids aren't awake, then my dogs are acting like lunatics or that Rex needs something. And then that's when I have to like exhale. And like I wrote in my book, it's what I do off of my mat is what matters more than what I do on my mat. Because right? Life is a practice. It's not a perfect. And I have to get out of my head of how I think everything needs to be. Exhale. So many things. Okay. So coming back real quick, rewinding. I'm saying this again. Your self-care practice this week is to write your affirmations. Or if that feels like a little bit much, then write how you want your life to do. And if you listen to last week's episode and you've been pondering and thinking about it, and if you listen to this week's episode, it's time, it's time to do it now because our power presides, resides in the present moment, like right now, right? So do that homework not homework, practice. You're practicing self-care. You're going to write out how you want your life to be. And then if you are open, when you are open, when you are ready, or just do it, just do it. Because you might always tell yourself you're not ready. And you might procrastinate and always say when. And then write, I am healthy. I am in connected relationships. I am prosperity. I am attracting abundance. I am worthy of loving myself. I am worthy of forgiving myself. I am worthy of living my best life. And maybe you could focus on all of the things that you're struggling with in your life. If you're struggling with being anxious and overwhelmed, I am worthy of having peace in my life. I am worthy of being focused. I am worthy of having a clean home. I am worthy of creating healthy meals for my family. I am worthy of a beautiful, sexy, strong, and fit body. I am worthy of 
being loved, right? All of those. I feel so, so powerfully powerful. I don't even know if that's the right word, but I feel so strongly about choosing what we're thinking. Choose what you're thinking and you will change the way you feel. When you start thinking you are worthy, you will feel that you are worthy and you are worthy, my sister. You are worthy, my friend. And no, it's a practice, not a perfect. And you have to show up and you have to put in the time and put in the work. So do it. Get that journal. Start writing. You can do it. You can do hard things as Glennon Doyle has taught me, author of Untamed, and she now has an amazing podcast. We can do hard things. I love her. I send you love, Glennon. Would love to be on her podcast. Putting that out into the universe. My friends, know that you are worthy of feeling your worth. You are worthy of thinking your worth. You are worthy of all of the things. I love you. I am so, so grateful for you. My heart is just lighting up. And you check out my new and improved YouTube, which is Awaken You Healing Center with Shelly Bond. I don't know if I have Shelly or just Shelly. I have had a dream of having a healing center and it's been one of these things I'm slowly manifesting. And the other day I had this epiphany of, I'm just going to start it now. My healing center starts here in my third eye, in the eye of my mind, and I'm putting out content. I'm putting out different ways of healing and supporting people, and it's here. So on YouTube, it's Awaken You Healing Center. Ah, it makes me so excited. Follow me on Instagram, and I changed that too. That's at Awaken You Shelly Bond awaken you Shelly Bond and Facebook Shelly Bond and just follow me if you want to read my blog it is at voicesrisingpress.com my publishing house that my book awaken you from pain to healing a woman's way of waking her up to her life and you can actually find that on Amazon at awaken you Shelly Bond not at just there okay I love you I am just so grateful for you and no that you are worthy of all of the things. You are worthy of all of the love. I love you. I will be back here hanging out with you next week, my beautiful friends.